This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. The NTL Now podcast is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Max Driving Academy, Jimmy's Park Hotel, Mansfield University, and Thompson Sports and Apparel. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, NTL sports fans. Are you ready for another big week of the NTL Now podcast? Because I know I am. Shane Wilbur, glad to be with you here as we set up for yet another great episode. Number 61 already on the podcast. Man, I can't believe we're already over 60 episodes, but regardless, hey, it's still going to be another great one to come your way. Going to go a little bit reverse order this week. Normally, uh, during the fall season, uh, we end the podcast kind of with the football recap and football preview. Uh, We're going to get that in the beginning this week because we have got a loaded episode, and by loaded, I mean we are going to have guests galore coming up this week in the podcast, okay? Check out this guest list. We are going to talk NTL Cross Country with Canton Cross Country coach Casey Ellsworth. That's on the horizon a little bit later on in the podcast. Hey, we're going to talk NTL girls soccer as well. We're going to have Troy Captains, Emmy Ward, and Grace Sherman along a little bit later on too. And just to keep things really going this week, we're going to have a senior captain for the Northeast Bradford girls volleyball team. Emily Sushan joins us a little bit uh, later on as well. So those are our guests lined up this week. So you know what that means. Uh, We will dive in into a lot of NTL fall sports talk coming up here this week. And, man, I can't wait to have all those guests along this week, too. So going to be a blast. Looking forward to it. Folks, we're going to dive into some NTL football coming up. We do that after this quick timeout. And a thank you to Circle W Sports right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Welcome back, folks, to the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilber here with you, and let's dive into some NTL football talk because, well, we've got uh, a lot to recap from last week. Let's go to last week's scoreboard. That is where we are going to start, and uh, we will kind of give some recap and analysis here from last week and then jump into this week's preview coming up here in just a short as well. All right, last week you had the Canton Warriors, a 26-0 win over Wellsboro, a team that gave the Warriors fits last Friday night. That's right, Canton uh, established a 12-0 lead. They had it into the third quarter, but uh, I'll tell you what, you got to give a tip of the cap to the Hornets. They really pushed the Warriors last week. Some big plays uh, through the running game and through the passing game, really helping the Warriors uh, extend their lead late, but uh, overall... A very good night uh, for the Hornets. They didn't get the win, but for the Canton Warriors, hey, I think it's good. They faced a little adversity this week. They'd been pretty much running roughshod through their first five weeks. Hey, to see them get uh, a little bit of a test last week, I think was a good sign for them and to see them persevere in the end.
end, I think was great. So, uh, you know, for the Warriors to remain undefeated, hey, a good hard-fought battle last Friday night in Wellsboro. Muncie, on the other hand, they stay uh, rolling as well. They lost week one, have not lost since. As they continue to roll, Austin Johnson and company just continuing to pile up the yardage. Branson Iyer, the quarterback for the Indians, continues to remain in the uh, top three in District 4, I believe, in uh, passing efficiency. So the Indians continue to roll as they get a big 40-6 to win over Northwest last week. North Penn Mansfield behind a big running effort, over 130 yards plus at a Cohen-Lehman, get a big 35-14 win due to the Panthers. So a nice win there for Coach Dickinson and uh, North Penn Mansfield. They, of course, will look to uh, turn the corner this week as they're going to make a road trip this week. But uh, still, for the Panthers right now, uh, you know, uh, things, you know, for a young team that Coach Dickinson talked about at the beginning of the year, things really looking solid, I think, for North Penn Mansfield. Considering, you know, the youth they had, the inexperience they had, for them to be where they're sitting right now, I mean, I think this is a, a pretty solid uh, season so far that the Panthers are putting together. All right, now for the Panthers' opponent that will be this week, the Athens Wildcats last week. Hey, they showed up. They took care of business at Hughesville. They put up 50, blanked the Spartans last week. Congrats to Coach Young and the Wildcats as they continue to roll another big night uh, for the Wildcats as uh, they look to carry momentum into this Friday night's action uh, against the North Penn Mansfield Panthers. All right, now probably I don't want to say the upset of the night, but maybe the shocker of the night as last Friday, Montgomery, a team that had really been playing at a very high level, coming off a very hard-fought loss to South Williamsport earlier in the week. I don't know if it was just maybe uh, a little bit of a, a mental lag coming from last uh, Monday night's game with South. Maybe, you know, just the long road trip got them. But, hey, you got to give kudos to the Wyalusing Rams. It was homecoming night. You know, Wyalusing had been, uh, you know, uh, not uh, playing their best ball, I should say. Coming into this one, having a couple of rough matchups with Canton and Athens in the week prior. You know, Wyalusing had definitely been looking just for, you know, a way to kind of uh, establish something and to uh, build a little confidence and hey what a nice confidence win this was for the Rams coming out with the 19-14 win over Montgomery last week as I said the Rams win at homecoming and uh, a big win there for the Rams as they look forward to more action this week all right let's go to the Troy Trojans is there a team playing hotter ball right now in the Northern Tier League than the Troy Trojans when it comes to football we we wondered last week what would we see out of the Trojans going to Loyal Sock traditionally has not been a good trip for the Trojans. This year, that was not to be. As Troy came out, established the ground game, put up over 560 yards of offense with Damian Landon and Clayton Smith. They go down and absolutely bum rush and steamroll the Lancers. 42 to 14 as the Trojans pick up win number five on the year. They're now five and one. Uh, their only loss week one to Bald Eagle area. And for the Trojans right now, you just start to see things clicking for them. And they're getting hot at the right time here in the mid part of the season. And finally, last week, Kalineski Valley improving to 4-2 and two on the year. They get the 26-19 win over Tawanda. Tawanda, though, fighting valiantly in this one. Uh, you know, they kept it close all night. Kalineski, though, would just make some plays late when they needed them. And it's the Kalineski Valley Indians who come away with the 26-19 win. Uh, kudos to Kalineski Valley's Tanyan Brown as he continues to put up good career numbers 
for this uh, Kalineski Valley team. All right, on to Saturday action. It was the South Williamsport Mounties with a 40-8 win over Columbia Montour Votek and Sayre with the big 39-6 win over Huntington uh, on Saturday. So the Sayre Redskins improving their record here on the year as well. All right, quickly before we get into the preview for this week, let's get into the Northern Tier League standing, shall we? And uh, we'll take a look first at the large school division where you've got the Warriors right now of Canton sitting on top. They are 6-0 overall, 4-0 in the large school division. Troy right now is 5-1 overall, 3-0 in the division. Athens 4-2, 2-1 in the division. North Penn, Mansfield, Wellsboro, Wyalusing, Tawanda round out the uh, NTL large school division. Down to the small school where Muncie right now paces the way in the small school. They are 5-1 overall, 4-0 in the division. South Williamsport, though, right behind them, 4-2 overall, 3-0 in the division. Kalineski Valley sitting third, 4-2 overall, 3-2 in the division. And the Sarah Redskins, 4-2 overall, 2-2 in the division. And uh, Montgomery Northwest and Columbia Montour Votek rounding out the small school division there. So that is where our NTL football standings sit as we get ready here to head into this next week of action. And uh, let me tell you, we've got another big slate of matchups here coming this week. Hey, you know, we just talked about South Williamsport and Muncie in the small school division, one and two down there. Guess what? That's your matchup Friday night at Muncie. Curious to see how will uh, the South Williamsport Mounties, after hanging on uh, last week, or excuse me, two weeks ago, uh, with that win over Montgomery, then, of course, going, getting some big momentum uh, against Columbia Montour Votek on Saturday. Hey, Muncie's a different animal. They've won five straight, looking to keep it rolling. Uh, Ty Nixon and Austin Johnson, that running game has been nothing short of spectacular right now for the Indians. That should be a good one Friday night in Muncie. But do does South Williamsport, I wonder, have enough offense uh, to keep pace with Muncie? The, the thing of it is, is both of these teams – uh, are basically similar styles. I think for South Williamsport to pull out this win and maybe end this winning streak by Muncie, South has to really go back to what they did against Athens. You better keep it for about uh, 40 minutes of possession uh, in this ball game and see where the chips fall because it's not going to take Muncie long to get the ground game going. And for the Indians, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, you've won five straight. Things are going well. So we'll see how the Indians uh, shake out of this one coming up on Friday night uh, against the Mountaineers of South Williamsport. All right, let's go to some other action this week. Northwest, they will be at home welcoming in the defenders of Warrior Run. Northwest hoping to see if they can get back on a winning track uh, as, uh, you know, they battled the Warriors uh, a couple weeks ago uh, here at Canton. Northwest, you know, a team that uh, has been in games, just haven't quite found the uh, right formula yet to, uh, you know, really put together some consistency this year. But, hey, they get another crack. They get it uh, in front of their home crowd this Friday night against Warrior Run. Intriguing matchup, I think, coming this Friday at Athens as the Wildcats will welcome North Penn Mansfield to Alumni Field. Uh, you've got the North Penn Mansfield Panthers. While they haven't played explosive football 
They've been competitive this year, and I think that's what makes this matchup a little bit intriguing. Can North Penn Mansfield establish a solid ground game with Cohen Lieben? Can they get Fabian outside with some big plays? I don't know, but I think that's going to be key to their formula for success. Uh, you know, to get Fabian loose, it's going to be interesting because Athens has a lot of athletic talent on the outside. I think really the advantage here for Athens is I think, you know, they've just got more athletes, which, you know, really bodes well for the Wildcats when, uh, you know, you've got to cover a Carter Rude, a J.J. Babcock outside. You can leak Shane Reed out into the flat for a pass, but Reed, I mean, he's shown that he's not afraid to run between the tackles either, so a lot of different ways. Athens has been coming at teams this year. Going to be a tough one, but hey, looking forward to a competitive one at Athens on Friday night. Alright, another opportunity here for Kalineski Valley to keep things going on a positive note. Kalineski Valley looking for win number five this year. They've got Y Lucing making a very long road trip. Do the Rams respond after last week? How much momentum is going with the Rams this week after that big win last Friday over Montgomery? I'm curious. You know, does uh, does Coach Labarani now deep build off this success? and, uh, you know, keep things going in the right direction? Does Kalineski Valley, you know, continue their good pace of play as well? You know, having, uh, you know, four wins already, they're hungry, looking for win number five. Curious to see how this one plays out uh, coming up on a Friday night in Kalineski. But, hey, yes, you got the Indians. That, uh, you know, that win number five sits right there, the opportunity to finish 500 uh, for a season, perhaps even above 500 this year, is right at their grasp. But to finish no worse than 500, this year. Boy, that's going to be a big talking point, I would think, this week for Coach Mike Schmidt. All right, on to Wellsboro and Tawanda. Knights going on the road. You've got Wellsboro, a team that knows that they let one get away from them last week against the Canton Warriors. They battled the Warriors tough into the third quarter. Like I said, only a 12-0 game before Canton made some big plays late. Wellsboro had their chances, couldn't capitalize. I mean, I would think that, uh, you know, Coach Hildebrandt can use some of that positive uh, message to go towards his team this week as they get ready for the Tawanda Black Knights. The Black Knights, you know, last week had a great opportunity to get that first win of the year. Uh, they had Kalineski Valley within grasp, just couldn't keep the Indians down. Uh, Wellsboro on the turf, a lot of weapons out there. Tawanda's going to have their hands full. Curious to see what game plan's put together, but, you know, it's just going to be, uh, I think, maybe a little bit of a redemption week here for the Hornets, uh, I think, coming into this one on Friday. Canton Montgomery, the last one on the Friday slate. Montgomery coming off a loss at Wyalusing last week. Canton with a hard-fought win at Wellsboro last week. I think last week against Wellsboro, I think that might have been a wake-up call for the Warriors last week, you know, just to kind of get them uh, back into reset mode, kind of refocus mode. So the Warriors, you know, I expect this week to come back uh, with a lot of a vengeance. Montgomery, though, they are a team that you have to watch out for. I don't know what it is. I think they play a little better at home. Uh, you know, Montgomery, always a team that's going to give you everything they got. I think, uh, you know, they've got uh, some some positive weapons. You know, I know Logan Almeida at quarterback. He's been one that's uh, been setting records for the Red Raiders this year. He's going to be, uh, you know, kind of that steady hand uh, under center or in shotgun for this Red Raiders team. But Montgomery's got to find a way to make big plays because I think Canton offense Offensively is coming out and uh, looking to put themselves back on that offensive scoring map back up into like the 30-40 point range this Friday. 
So we'll see uh, how this one plays out coming up Friday. All right, now we go to Saturday action where Troy will be on the road against the Sarah Redskins. Now this one, you got Troy looking for win number six, Sarah looking for win number five. Honestly, you know, I've seen Sarah this season. I've seen uh, Troy a couple of times this year. I honestly think just the physicality overall I think is where the difference comes. Can Sarah make big plays on the outside? I don't know because I think other than, uh, you know, Canton, I think them and Troy have the fastest secondaries in the league. So, I mean, it's going to be, I think, a, a tough sled here for the Redskins to find those explosive plays. Now, the other big thing is, uh, is Sarah going to be able to match the physicality up front? You know Troy likes to go double tight most of the time. You know they like to ground and pound. Can the uh, Redskins match the physicality or does Troy's, uh, you know, just massive offensive line, that 560-plus yard ground game from last week coming to the Lockhart Street Bowl, does that keep churning and burning like it has been here over the last four weeks? I mean, it's going to be a good one, I believe, but I think if Troy gets out early, uh, I'm going to be curious to see uh, how Sarah responds uh, in this one, but uh, don't be surprised. Uh, if you see uh, a little bit of uh, an intriguing matchup here, Lockhart Street Bowl, always a tough place to play, especially on a Saturday night. Uh, I think Sarah's celebrating homecoming this week. So, I mean, it's going to be uh, a wild one up there at the Lockhart Street Bowl. Get your popcorn ready and uh, enjoy a good one there coming up on Friday night. All right, now let me uh, quickly break it down for you radio-wise coming up this week here uh, on our radio stations. Uh, you've got the Canton Warriors and the Montgomery Red Raiders on Friday night. That will be on Wiggle 100. You've got Athens, North Penn, Mansfield on 95.3 The Bridge. So that's our matchup this week on the radio on The Bridge. And then on Saturday night, it'll be Troy and Sarah on 95.3 The Bridge and the True Oldies Channel as well. So that's what we have as far as the radio matchups go this week for NTL football. So definitely looking forward to bringing you those this week uh, across all of our stations and uh, such. All right, so that's your NTL football recap and preview for this week. Now, coming up, we're going to switch gears, and we are going to dive into NTL girls soccer. That's right. Coming up, we're going to talk with Troy Senior Captains on the ladies' side, Emmy Ward and Grace Sherman. That comes your way next after this timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. Welcome back, folks, here on the NTL Now podcast this week as we get ready to talk some NTL girls soccer. And to do that this week, we've got Troy captains Emmy Ward and Grace Sherman. Girls, first off, uh, thanks so much for taking some time to be with us this week. And, uh, Grace, I want to start with you here on the podcast this week because I, I am really into uh, redemption stories 
And to hear about, you know, the, the knee injury that you've gone through and the fact that you've rehabbed, battled back, and really uh, come out strong here this senior year, I think is great. So, Grace, kind of talk about, you know, what it means to be back on the field this year for the Lady Trojans uh, after all you've been through. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Um, you know, freshman year I came in uh, very nervous about the season, and I actually I broke my ankle. So I was out the rest of the season and then sophomore year didn't even start the season and tore my ACL meniscus. So that was very discouraging and was very frustrated, but I'm just really glad to be back and playing with a bunch of my friends and enjoying soccer. Emmy, of course, you know, you're part of the contingency that is part of this co-op, you know, that goes from uh, Canton, Detroit, to not only practice but also play with this Lady Trojan squad. You know, I'm curious, uh, what's the journey been like for you over these last few years, Emmy, knowing that, you know, you leave school, you go right to the soccer field. I mean, what's that been like, you know, having to go from a different school to go play soccer over at Troy? Honestly, to me, it is uh, a very nice, like, journey um, you go to school with kids all day long and, you know, eventually they get on your nerves or you don't want to be around someone. But then I get to go to the soccer field and be around a completely different group of girls um, that I really enjoy being around and we just have a really good time together. Being able to go over to Troy and play has been absolutely amazing and has made my life um, a ton better. All right, Grace, let's go back to you. I mean, let's kind of talk about uh, this season as a whole. And, uh, Emmy, a little bit later on, I'm going to ask you the same question. But, Grace, what were some, some personal goals you had coming into uh, this 2021 soccer season? Uh, yeah, I really just want to win the NTL title, of course. And I'd like to advance far into districts. That's always a goal. But um, I just want to wanted to come out and have fun with my team for one last time. Emmy, I'm going to pose the same question to you. What individual goals did you have coming into this season? Pretty much same as Grace. I would have been really, um, it's going to be really nice if we are able to have an NTL title again. Um, and every year we've made it to districts, but I just want to um, go further than we have before. But just being on the field with the girls that we're on the field with is amazing and it's just fun to be around everyone. Talking with Grace Sherman and Emmy Ward, co-captains for the Troy Trojan Lady Soccer Team. And uh, Grace, we'll come back to you here. You know, as this season has kind of unfolded and, you know, you look at the talent on this roster, I mean, was there some pretty high expectations for this team coming into the year, knowing all the talent you had coming back? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's really not a single spot on the field that we're lacking anywhere. You know, we've got a we've got a deep bench, and we've got a bunch of excellent athletes out on the field. And there's there's a lot of high expectations for this season. Grace, you know, you and uh, Emmy alike uh, definitely part of what I think is a very strong and quick defense. And Emmy, you know, I had the opportunity to watch the game in person, you know, the showcase that you girls had at Canton. I don't know if collectively there is a group in the league that has the speed that you girls do back there uh, as far as defense goes. So kind of talk about that. I mean, what's it like uh, being back there with a group of girls who basically can fly all over the field? 
it's definitely an advantage for us because we're just um, we always have each other's back no matter what happens. If one of us slips up, another one's there to help. Um, Molly Davison's also back there with us, and she helps out a ton. Um, having the speed that we do in the back um, definitely makes us the defense that we are and gives us a big advantage. Grace, you know, I want to pose this question to you because – I don't know. I guess my own curiosity kind of uh, is getting the better of me here. But take me inside a player huddle with Coach Pratt when, you know, there's a, a need for him to kind of, you know, be be that coach to kind of just calm attitudes or, or calm nerves or something like that. I mean, what's it like to have a coach like that with so much experience around, uh, you know, the game of soccer uh, to be in your huddle there? Yeah, Pratt's an awesome coach, and he knows exactly what he's talking about. So he just he really knows how to get us fired up and honestly calm us down too. But he just is all around an awesome coach and always knows like what to say to us and always how to get us ready going into the next game. Emmy, you know, this right here is obviously going to be, uh, you know, your home stretch of, of your senior season and obviously for Grace as well. But, you know, you being a big multi-sport athlete too, I mean, what's it like knowing, you know, that uh, so far the start of your senior season off to a pretty good uh, flying start here with uh, the success you're enjoying in soccer? It means a lot, especially like being my last season. Soccer has been a huge part of my life and, um, being able to not only have fun with the girls that I'm playing with, but succeed with them means a lot, knowing that this could be the last time I ever play soccer. Another interesting fact that I, I want to bring up, too, because both of you uh, have, you know, older siblings who have, uh, you know, been in athletics, have, uh, you know, uh, been a part of your lives. So you've been able to lean on, you know, when things get tough, such and uh, such like that as well. So, uh, Grace, I want to start with you. Uh, what's it been like for you kind of having uh, an older sibling who, you know, has had success in athletics and, uh, you know, someone that you can kind of lean on? Uh, yeah. It's been really great. Um, I've always looked up to both my brothers growing up. I always wanted to be like them, you know, be interviewed by you, of course. Um, but it's just, it's been great. They've always been very supportive of me and always talking me through my nerves and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Emmy, you know, you've been the youngest of the group. I mean, you've had older sisters who have played ball. Obviously, you know, Timmy's story is a legacy all its own, you know, with everything that's uh, come about uh, from his story. Uh, what's it been like for you growing up in that family, knowing, you know, that you've had so many older siblings uh, to kind of lean on? It's definitely, I feel like I have some big shoes to fill following all of them. But it's also um, very helpful because they've been there and they've been through it. So they can help me through any struggles that I have or any questions. But having them, um, three older siblings that have succeeded greatly, um, definitely motivates me more just to be better and to be a better person all around. All right, so we've got uh, a little focus to put on uh, a big matchup coming up here later this week. Obviously, you girls have enjoyed some success, but obviously waiting in the wings 
those Lady Wildcats. And they've always, you know, kind of been that, I don't want to say proverbial thorn, but, you know, it's always been uh, either them or another team like a Wellsboro or somebody who's kind of always been right there uh, in that big uh, battle for uh, the soccer title. And, of course, uh, Grace, we'll start with you. Big matchup uh, with Athens coming your way Saturday. Kind of, uh, you know, break it down for me here. It's definitely a big game. It always is. Um, we definitely just, I think if we just show up and play our game and play as a unit, there's no doubt in my mind that we will come out with the win. Uh, we're a totally different team than what we were when we played them early in the season. We've grown together. We've got our timing down and all that kind of stuff. So it'll definitely be a really great game. It always is. Now, Emmy, there are, you know, some other aspects going on with this game as well as, uh, you know, you will have them on your home field, but also uh, a big fundraising day as well uh, for this matchup uh, with Athens at home Saturday morning. It's our pink out game for uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, all of our proceeds for we have different raffles at the game. We're going to have donations, um, different stuff like that during the game. All of the proceeds will be going to Kids Can't Fight Cancer Alone, a nonprofit organization. Money goes to pediatric um, kids and who have been diagnosed with cancer, and it helps out their families with bills and um, other expenses like that. So, Grace, uh, back to you. Uh, kind of give us uh, the heads up here. Uh, wh when is this game Saturday, and uh, where will it be played? It starts at 10, and it'll be at Keith at the soccer field. All right, so you've got uh, the Troy girls, the Athens girls, a big varsity soccer matchup. And just to kind of paint a little picture here uh, of this uh, girls' sports season here into the soccer ranks because uh, I'm going uh, right now online just to check these standings quick if my mouse decides it wants to work for me. But, uh, yes, you've got the uh, soccer standings here. And as I was told uh, by Coach Pratt, uh, this one right here basically is going to be a big one in the uh, NTL main division right now as uh, you girls are basically separated uh, by a game right now. And you girls can kind of even things up here with a win on Saturday. So, uh, Emmy, you know, before uh, we get you girls out of here, uh, kind of uh, give us kind of your uh, take on, uh, you know, what you feel like. Uh, it's going to take to uh, pull out this win on Saturday over Athens. I think our uh, Trojan team needs to just show up on the field Saturday, relax, um, ready to play our game. It's going to be on our field. There's going to be a ton of people from all communities there. Um, I, I just think we need to stay relaxed and work as a unit, and we just might come out on top. Emmy Ward and Grace Sherman, co-captains of the Troy Trojan Lady Soccer Team. Girls, I want to thank you so much for taking some time here to join the podcast this week. Uh, good luck to you Saturday against Athens. Good luck with the pink out game. And good luck in raising funds for Kids Can't Fight Cancer Alone coming up this Saturday morning. Thank you. Thank you. That is the Troy Girls Soccer co-captains, Emmy Ward and Grace Sherman with us here this week on the podcast. Folks, it's time to turn our attention to cross country. That's right. We're going to talk with Canton coach Casey Aylesworth. That comes your way next right here on the NTL Now podcast. 
Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton is your one-stop shop for clothing and apparel. Whether it's t-shirts, hats, sweatpants, sweatshirts, jewelry, or blankets, they can personalize or customize just about anything. If your school, club, or sports league is planning a fundraiser, call Thompson Sports and Apparel and see how they can help at 570-673-3655. That's Thompson Sports and Apparel in Canton. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5, and Saturdays 9 to 1. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. All right, we are back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wolber still here with you, and it is now time to roll out some Northern Tier League cross-country talk. And uh, a guy that I've been meaning to catch up with for a while, glad we finally can, it's Canton cross-country coach Casey Aylesworth. Casey, thanks to uh, you for taking some time here for the podcast this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to come on. Casey, you know, I've got to ask you, you know, from, I guess, either a coach's perspective or an athlete perspective, I mean, what is it that draws you to being a part uh, of this sport of cross country, uh, you know, as a coach now after you were uh, an athlete back in the day? Well, I think, you know, there's kind of a neat uh, nuance to cross country and track where it's a very pure sport. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily hand-eye coordination or anything else. It's just grinding um, and putting the work in and kind of seeing the results from it. So um, it's kind of one of those cool, you know, ideas where a kid puts puts in as much time as he wants to and kind of has a success and they're able to see from it. And it's it's pretty black and white where a kid, you know, improves his time and it's kind of uh, they get a positive reinforcement from watching them improve throughout the years. So. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, as you are now a uh, coach, do you find yourself uh, imploring, you know, training and such from, you know, your time uh, as an athlete, you know, into kind of the, the current state, you know, of like training your own athletes? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I, I definitely, I, I ran track and cross country in college and um, I kind of taken those uh, mindset throughout the years and kind of tweaked it as we go along. But um you definitely, there's definitely some science behind it. I mean, there's the people who don't really realize and who aren't involved in running too much. They just think that we go out and run each day, which is obviously some truth to it. But at the same time, you got to pay attention to the kids' mileage, their, their effort level, um, their quality of runs. And there's definitely some science involved in it. And, um, I ran under Mike Murphy from Northeast in, in, in high school. So he was, you know, arguably one of the better coaches in the state through his success he's had. And then um, running in college, too, so I kind of took a little bit from everybody I've ever worked with or coached along with um, and kind of put in my own philosophy. Now, of course, uh, you have, I think, one of 
uh, the greatest mindsets when it comes to being a coach, mainly because, you know, you look, uh, you know, as you said, uh, a little deeper into like the scientific aspect of this. But also, I mean, you are a guy who kind of faces the challenge of having to get the most out of a, a small school roster, you know, you never know what your numbers are going to be. And I just, uh, I really just kind of applaud all that, uh, you know, uh, effort and success that you've had. But, you know, I mean, what are the challenges, you know, that kind of go through your mindset trying to train a group uh, when you never know what your numbers are going to be? Well, you know, I can't say I'm alone with this because talking to almost every coach and every sport around the NTL anymore, I think they're all kind of the same age. Um, we almost have to take a step back sometimes and realize that the uh, health is one of the most important aspects of it. Um, we, we can go out and we can try to recruit kids, but at the same time, we got to go out and we got to try to make our five or six or seven kids healthy. And every coach is battling this around the league. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what sport it is. I mean, I was watching the Wellsboro football game the other night and they had 20-some guys on the sidelines. I mean, so every every team, every sport – we're kind of battling that anymore where we have kids who come out and we recruit them, but at the same time, we got to make sure that they're healthy and they're having a good time and enjoying it. Um, but we're definitely going to fight those problems at North or at uh, Canton, Northeast, Sayre. Uh, I mean, every place around the league, we're, you know, we're, we're fighting for those roster spots anymore. So, Casey, you know, let's put the attention now on your 2021 Warriors. Small in numbers, but, you know, very uh, proud and big in effort. Uh, you know, wh what is it, you know, that you've uh, really focused on with this group this year? And, uh, you know, what are what are you seeing out of this group that's really impressed you? Well, I think on the guys and girls side, um, I kind of switched this year to a little less mileage focus and a little bit more on quality. Um, we have, you know, a handful of kids who are multi-sport athletes, Um you know, being a basketball coach, too, I kind of recruited some girls to, to join the team and the track coach, same thing, try and get some kids on who might not be fall athletes, but we're just trying to get them in shape, be quality runners, help the other, you know, true cross-country runners out by filling those teams out. But at the same time, quality over quantity in those, uh, we get those quality runs in, we get them healthy, and, you know, we, we're, be, we're, we're, we're competitive. You know, we're going to, I guess, the best uh, way of putting it is, I don't expect us to compete, you know, for the number one spot, but we're at least going to make it challenging for the people that are. And, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. So so take me, you know, kind of inside your, uh, you know, team this year and kind of tell me, you know, some runners, you know, who have really either maybe uh, improved or maybe stepped up, kind of impressed you this season. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I got to say, I mean, I got kind of an interesting team where there are multiple kids who are doing – multiple different sports or activities in the same season. Um, Camille McRoberts is, is doing soccer and cross country at the same time, which, I mean, you got to put the time in, um, and you got to put the time in times two. Um, Brayden Roman is actually a guy on our team. He's, um, he's playing soccer over at Troy and then he's running for us too. And even we have another kid, Hunter Hoffman, who, um, is actually doing marching band and, and running as well. And those guys are, you know, they're putting the time in in multiple aspects. But then on top of it, we got seniors led by Michael Skipper and Sarah Sarr, who's put the time in over the years. And, you know, it's kind of time to reap the benefits. And um, they can kind of sense that their careers are coming to an end. And, you know, they've got to kind of leave it all out over the next couple of weeks and see whatever happens. 
Now, Casey, obviously, you know, you've been around this league for a long time. Uh, you know, I've had the privilege of talking to uh, some different cross-country coaches uh, across the board as well. Uh, you know, kind of uh, give me your perspective here uh, of the league. I mean, are you seeing, you know, uh, are there like dominant teams out there? Or is this, uh, you know, a pretty balanced league where, you know, each team maybe has like a, a dominant runner and then it's kind of, hey, you know, who's going to show up and kind of fill in the slots behind? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, right now, I got to say, you know, this specific year, uh, there's numerous girls teams that are, are tough, to be honest with you. And we got Northeast, we got Wild Lucing, we have Troy. I like to put ourselves in that position. And, and then you got Athens with a couple of very stud runners as well. And it's going to be interesting at the league meet in a couple of weeks because, you know, it depends on who's healthy, who's peaking at the right time. Um, and you know, being around the league for a while, some schools definitely develop a culture and it doesn't matter what sport you're in, but they develop a, a culture of success. And when you have newcomers coming in, they just, they, they fit right into that form right now. So you definitely see that in the white loosing and, and, uh, Troy girls side for the last few years, they've developed this culture of great competition. And honestly, it helps the league because when we get to the district meet, it's mostly NTL schools who are competing in that spot. Um, and on the guys' side, you know, we've actually – I've been really impressed with Kowneski Valley. Um, they started having – they've developed a really nice guys' team over the last couple of years, and they're young. And Athens has been tough. And then, I mean, my losing boys, obviously, you can't read, um, you know, knock them out. So I would say overall, it's a definitely a balanced, competitive layout. We have definitely some strong runners who are going to be in, I think, contention for some state medals this year um, at, the, at the league level. Um and it's kind of, you know, cross country is one of those weird sports that, yeah, you want to beat the other team, but at the same time, you, you hear these coaches, you hear these fans cheering on everybody, and you kind of root for the NTL, especially when we get to the district and the state level, just because their success kind of comes back to feeling like it's a, you know, a Bradford County or a Lycoming County or Tiger County type community. Um, so you definitely see that a little bit different than you might see in other sports. Casey, you know, uh, before we definitely wrap up this interview, I want to get a little personal with you. I want to kind of get inside your mind and uh, kind of ask you, you know, what is it about coaching student athletes that gives you some satisfaction? I mean, for those who don't know, you know, you go from cross country to girls basketball, then right into track and field in the spring. And obviously, you know, you've got to have uh, some moxie, you know, to be able to uh, just continue coaching throughout the year so kind of tell the listeners out there uh inform me like what is it about uh coaching student athletes that uh really you know kind of puts some satisfaction to you and uh really you know uh kind of brightens or uplifts you uh throughout this uh scholastic seasons that's a that's a pretty loaded question um so you know i i, I definitely think that um it, it's it's you know the, the hour and a half or two hours a day that you work with a student athlete are sometimes you know the best day. Um, you can best part of the day. You can see these kids who might not enjoy school very much, but they're very passionate about the sport. So you can definitely get that. Uh, you know, you can feel them, their enjoyment, and it's, it's always satisfaction. Um, with cross country and track, you kind of see it on the quality side of the like events that they compete in. When they improve times and they PR, they get a personal fast, and they feel um, you know so so much enjoyment, and they see that practice coming into the actual competition part. I mean, there's no other way to describe it, but 
you know, the one of the ways I always think about it is I think sports teaches so many life lessons, um, you know, and especially, you know, the thing I always say is, you know, the truth is that life isn't fair. And sports is kind of that same mindset where you can do everything right and then you can, you know, step on a walnut and turn your ankle right the week before stage or something like that. And I think it just teaches you life lessons that are so uh, valuable that some other things can't do. Um, it teaches you adversity, fighting through adversity, and then, you know, uh, finding whatever you can do to have success. And if you keep that hard work and that mindset the rest of your life, um, it's definitely a very uh, a satisfying fear, feeling. And, um, you know, I got to say, too, like throughout the years, I've had some great relationships with kids. Um, you know, you become even after they graduate, you know, friends with them, um, you kind of get involved in their lives and it's definitely, uh, try and be a good role model for them. And then hopefully, uh, they come back and help the program out when, when they're adults as well. So I got to tell you folks, there is, you know, nobody that you will find who dedicates more time to the world of high school athletics than one Casey Aylesworth. And Casey, you know, I first off uh, want to thank you for taking some time this week. But again, uh, you know, thank you for all the time you dedicate to, uh, you know, all of these student athletes, not only uh, out in competition, but also, you know, you being a teacher, you know, you shaping these minds in the classroom as well. And uh, I think that's something that uh, really should be commended for as well. So, uh, Casey, thanks again for taking some time this week and uh, joining us here on the NTL Now podcast. Yep, thank you. I, I do want to you know give you guys a shout out too because there's not a lot of places that do the uh, coverage of high school athletics like you guys do. So it's awesome that you guys are doing this and uh, trying to spread the uh, student athletes' performances to kind of more of the state level. So I think it's awesome that you guys do this. Well, thank you very much, Casey. And yes, that uh, is pretty much the goal of the NTL Now podcast to do our best to not only uh, promote the sports, but the athletes as well. So definitely glad to have Casey Aylesworth along on the podcast this week. Folks, we're going to take another quick timeout. When we come back, we head to NTL Volleyball Land. That's right. We talk with multi-sport athlete, Northeast Bradford Volleyball Captain Emily Sushan. She's next after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education with more than 40 degree programs. From two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton is geared up and ready for the fall sports season. Stop into Jimmy's today and find out about all their great weekly promotions, including Northern Tier Night on Wednesdays for teachers, staff, and employees. Don't forget about Thirsty Thursday with pizza pitcher specials, and of course, football weekends, including Yingling Drafts on Saturday and Miller Lite Drafts on Sunday. Follow Jimmy's Park Hotel on Facebook for more details and, of course, their weekly dinner specials. Call 570-673-8777. It is time to talk NTL Girls Volleyball now here on the NTL Now podcast this week. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome in Northeast Bradford Senior Captain Emily Sushan. Emily, thank you so much for taking some time this week. Glad we could catch up. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. 
Emily, you know, it was uh, a big win the other night for the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers as you girls pick up a win over Sayre. You, of course, continuing uh, your big senior year. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. But, uh, you know, I kind of want to go back a little bit. Uh, let's do a little reflection here because, you know, for you, uh, this, is the, this is the last hurrah. You know, it's your senior year. You've been a part of so many sporting moments at Northeast Bradford. I mean, what's it been like for you, you know, knowing – that now it's your senior year. I mean, have you had, like, some added motivation coming into this year? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this year has kind of given me a sense of confidence. Um, I've been more excited and more confident in my play, and it really helps me step up and, you know, play to my full potential. So, of course, you know, for those who might be out of the loop, obviously, you know, uh, there was some some talk, some sense, you know, that, you know, you had gone through uh, a lot of your uh, academic requirements and, you know, you might not even be back playing this year. But, you know, here you are, you know, back with your Lady Panthers teammates. I mean, what eventually was it that, you know, made you want to come back for this senior year? Was it just kind of, you know, all the uncertainty of COVID? Was it, you know, just the fact that, you know, you wanted to take some time and enjoy what could be a very, you know, fun senior year? Yeah, it was definitely the uncertainty of COVID. Um, I really wanted to make sure that I had some really good sports seasons. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to continue my high school career. Um, I thought it was kind of silly to cut it short. And I felt that it was really important to just enjoy myself, enjoy my sports and my high school career. All right, Emily, you know, for those out there who may, you know, not be following the volleyball circles very well, listen, there is, you know, elite company, I think, in uh, high school volleyball, and you are now a part of the 500-500 club. Now, I don't know, you know, where this ranks as far as, like, rare air or whatever, but, you know, for you, that's got to be a huge accomplishment, uh, especially doing it, you know, in front of your home fans and doing it, uh, you know, in your senior year. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been working at this since I was a freshman. Um, when I started playing varsity as a freshman, I knew that I wanted to, you know, create goals and meet them. And I achieved 100 blocks last year. And this year, my new goal was to get 500 kills and 500 digs. And I was pretty close this year, so I just wanted to make sure that I got that goal. And it was just kind of to, you know, make my young self proud. All right, so, you know, as we, you know, obviously uh, want to celebrate your goals at the same time, you know, hey, we want to highlight you as, you know, a great team player that you are as well. So kind of give me a little breakdown here of this Northeast Bradford volleyball team. I mean, right now, uh, sitting with about four or five wins on the year, uh, you know, as you're going through preseason camp this year, uh, what, are, what are some of the expectations, you know, the coaching staff and such are talking about uh, for this group of girls? Um, well, I think that coach had a lot of expectations for us this year. Um, you know, last year we had a great season as well. And I think it really gave the younger girls on our team an initiative to work hard and play hard. And it's really shown out there. You know, they're all stepping up. They're all playing a higher level of game. Um, and it's a really good atmosphere. It's really great to have people out there who want to play and, you know, have that desire to really work hard for it. You know, you've been through uh, pretty much a halfway point, I think, of the schedule. I mean, what is kind of the focus now of Northeast Bradford as you were getting ready to kind of turn the corner, get ready to kind of come down this home stretch, maybe get some rematches with some teams and such? I mean, what's kind of the talk of the team right now? I mean, are there are there more wins to get? Do you feel like maybe uh, there are some uh, redemption matches out there that you might have let get away? Um, I think one of the main goals is actually 
even. Uh, we had a pretty tough loss against them at the beginning of the season. It just wasn't our level of play. So that's kind of the big talk right now, um, as well as tomorrow against Wyalusing. Um, they put up a good fight against us, and they're a pretty good team. So, you know, we're getting ready for that, and we're hoping to, you know, get all these small school games won and done well. So now, you know, as you uh, get ready, uh, you know, to come down this home stretch, you yourself, I mean, what is it, you know, either that you talk about with your coach, you yourself put on uh, you as, you know, your own kind of motivating factor to kind of be a leader, you know, for this team? I mean, kind of go through both phases. I mean, what do you and your coach talk about? What do you expect of yourself uh, as a captain? Yeah, um, so basically, you know, when me and coach talk, our main goal is, you know, make it to districts and do well in districts. The goal is obviously to win districts. So um, we really want to focus on getting to that point. And I think, you know, the best way to do that is to bring the team together. Um, I believe that I do a great job of pulling our team together and getting everybody talking and working well together. So that's really my main goal for the rest of the season is to make sure that we stick together and communicate well. You know, Emily, for those who may not have followed your high school career. I mean, you are a multi-sport athlete. I mean, you've given it all, you know, no matter what season you are in. I, I, I got to ask, you know, what's it been like kind of, uh, you know, in your journey as a as a high school uh, athlete? I mean, you kind of came in with a lot of notoriety as a freshman. Like, everybody kind of knew who you were, and now it's like your senior year. I mean, how much do you feel like you've grown uh, as an athlete over these last four years? Uh, I think I've grown – so much. Um, when I was a freshman, I kind of came on. I was very nervous, very scared. I had two great seasons for softball and volleyball, but like I said, I was very scared. And um, it's really nice to progress and become more confident in myself and more, you know, proud of my potential. Um, like I said, it was just kind of a little bit scary at first, and I was really nervous. New situation. However, now that it's my senior year, I feel that I've just become a much more solid all-around player. All right, now I have to ask you because obviously, you know, uh, being a part of your softball seasons and some of these postseason runs, uh, I love the parental aspect uh, and the support that you have, you know, going to games and, you know, your family members uh, who will talk to me and be like, well, what do you think about this matchup? What do you think about that matchup? You know, and, you know, sometimes they'll be sitting behind me, you know, and I'll hear all the screams, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, for you or your, your sister, you know, last year. But, I mean, what has the family support meant to you knowing that, you know, you can always count on, uh, you know, all sides of uh, parental units being there for you? Oh, it is absolutely wonderful. You know, whenever I have a bad day or I'm struggling and I just am not feeling very, you know, proud of myself after something, they always pick me up. They always help me. They encourage me during games. You know, if I make a bad play, they're always saying, you know, you got this, you can do it. And it's just, it's really comforting to have that kind of support. All right, so kind of take me into the retrospect here of uh, future Emily Sushan. Obviously, you know, you've got more sporting life to go here at Northeast Bradford, but, you know, you're also uh, very big on your academic line as well. Uh, kind of take me into post-high school uh, Emily Sushan's world. I mean, what is it you are looking at, you know, for, uh, you know, the after-high school career? I mean, are you looking at potentially a career in college athletics, you know, or are you looking maybe more uh, to hone your academic skills later on? Um, honestly, I would like to do both. Um, I'm really interested in Misericordia and Lackawanna, and um, I've expressed interest in both of their teams. 
so my goal is kind of just to go to college, enjoy myself while also playing sports, and just continue my education as well. Um, I really believe that it's important to, you know, com- continue to progress your mind as well as your athletics. You know, you should constantly be uh, doing good things for your body. So I like to do both in college. Emily, you know, I'm going to get you out of here with this one. In my mind, there is, you know, very few fan bases that can match up with, you know, the one that you experience uh, being in front of Panther Pride all the time out there. I mean, what's it been like to be a Northeast Bradford uh, Lady Panther no matter what sports season and to see all the fans and all the community support that you've been able to uh, endure along with all of your teammates throughout uh, these sports seasons over your high school career? I am very proud to be a Panther. Um, I think that the support from the community, um, people in school in general, everybody just has such a love and passion for the students and the community, and it's so wonderful to have that kind of support behind you, to you know, know that you have somebody who's cheering you on always. It's really good. It's a really good feeling. Um, it's just something to be really proud of. All right, we've been talking here with Senior Captain Emily Sushan of the NTL Northeast Bradford Girls Volleyball Team. Emily, you know, you've got the uh, rest of your senior season here in volleyball ahead of you. Uh, what uh, What's it going to take for Northeast Bradford Volleyball to uh, really, uh, you know, hone their skills and uh, really make a run at this small school division here towards the end? You know, just hard work and dedication. That's all it is. If we keep working hard, if we keep talking, keep working as a team, we'll get there. All right, that's Emily Sushan, the captain of the Northeast Bradford girls volleyball team. Emily, you know, enjoy the rest of your senior season. Good luck to you and the Lady Panthers here down the stretch. I know you got some tough matchups coming, but uh, good luck to you, the Lady Panthers, and uh, keep on winning out there. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Emily Sushan from the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers here with us this week on the NTL Now podcast. A big thanks to her, Canton Cross Country coach Casey Aylesworth, and of course the Troy senior captains of the Lady Trojan soccer team, Grace Sherman and Emmy Ward, all guests this week here on the NTL Now podcast. A big thanks for all of them for taking some time to join me this week. All right, folks, quickly want to remind you again, remember, it's the pink out game this Saturday morning. Athens, Troy, girls soccer out at Tees in East Troy. Varsity action starts at 10 o'clock. Remember, all proceeds raised will go to help kids can't fight cancer alone. So make sure you are out there to support uh, girls soccer action coming up this Saturday. All right, quickly recapping football coverage coming your way this week on the radio. It is Canton Montgomery on Wiggle 100 on Friday night, 7 o'clock kickoff there. Athens North Penn Mansfield on 95.3 The Bridge on Friday night. And then, of course, on Saturday night, we will have Troy and Sayre football coverage on 95.3 The Bridge and True Oldies 99.9 and 107.7 FM. So make sure you join us uh, on any of those platforms for NTL football this weekend. Again, want to thank all of the folks out there who give us a follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, or uh, Instagram. Make sure you keep giving us follows, folks. We love it. Make sure you go download this week's episode and uh, enjoy it and uh, have yourself some fun. And remember, tell your friends to get back here and uh, listen to more of the podcast. All right, folks, that'll do it for me. Have yourselves a wonderful week out there in Sportsland. We'll be back next week for another great edition. I'm Shane Wilbur. You've been listening to the NTL Now podcast, as always, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports.
Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.